Hi folks, happy bank holiday weekend to you. Dave Freezer here with a bonus edition of the Pinkin.com Norwich City podcast. Had a catch up with former Canary striker Robert Earnshaw earlier this week. A really interesting chat, which I hope you're going to enjoy the full interview coming up for you. Just wanted to tee it up with a few details about Ernie before we get into the interview. It scored 27 goals in 47 games between 2006 and 2007. Came in from West Brom for 2.75. Million. He was the replacement for Dean Ashton after that big £7 million move to West Ham in that January of 2006. Went pretty well in terms of goal scoring. Was sold to Derby in the summer of 2007 for £3.5 million. They'd just been promoted and that was a club record fee for them at the time. Uh, Norwich had finished mid-table under Peter Grant. But that was an interesting season for Ernie because he'd scored 17 goals before Christmas. So he's talked about how difficult it was dealing with the groin injury, which pretty much concluded his season uh, in January. But he uh, th- that injury was fresh in his mind when he made the decision to leave. But he goes on to talk about how that didn't really work out at Derby and he really, looking back, wishes he had stayed with Norwich for longer because that was one of the most consistent periods of his career. And he talks about how he enjoyed playing with players like Darren Huckabee, Dion Dublin, Adam Drury. Um, so hopefully a really good listen uh, for for you to get your teeth into over this bank holiday weekend. Um, after th- that spell with Derby, which didn't go very well, he did have a consistent few years at Forest, went back to Cardiff for a little while, but then went on a bit of an adventure, played in Israel, Canada and the US, and in recent years started getting his coaching badges uh, with a bit of experience. He's back in the UK now looking for his next coaching gig and has also been doing a bit of punditry before we all entered into the football suspension because of the coronavirus pandemic but I'm sure you won't mind there not being too much talk about the pandemic in this pod Uh, it's just a a bonus which we thought you might enjoy so I hope it is one that is is worth your while Uh, we will be back with a full podcast in uh, next week so we will catch up with you very soon but for now I'll hand you over to Ernie. I've been uh, I've been back in the UK for a few months now, so I was out in America uh, for the last few years um, and Canada as well mm. uh, for the last actually seven years. So right. <laughs> yeah, so it's been uh, it's been a while, but yeah, I've uh, I'm just back in the UK now, so indefinitely really. Okay. Yeah, I saw you doing a bit of punditry, were you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been yeah. I mean, here and there really. Um, I've been coaching and. Uh, since I came back, I, I did a little bit. And I got asked to do a few, few, uh, a few bits and pieces. So, yeah. So uh, I enjoy it. It's it's nice, and uh, got to uh, watch some games. Yeah. Yeah. How did you find the punditry then? I, I mean, like like everyone, it's sort of on hold for the moment, I guess. But um, did you enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I actually do enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy um, you know going to the games. You get to watch the game, but um, you know. You, you can kind of analyze it and see it and uh, and watch it and uh, I, yeah I enjoy it. I find it pretty easy actually it's I think it's enjoyable I, I enjoy talking about football and being able to kind of break down the game for for, for people out there so yeah I uh, I do enjoy it you know I'd like to do some more actually so mm. we'll see okay well um I mean you packed you packed a serious amount into your career didn't you like you said those seven seven years towards the end how, how did you find the sort of <laughs> the globe trotting I guess Israel and, and Canada and stuff it, it's quite quite different places as well <laughs> yeah yeah do you know what it's um I, I've enjoyed it um I've been uh 
I'd been, you know, Israel in in 2012, yeah. and then really from then is you know since since 2012 uh, to now, it really I've been just going in different places and different countries and different uh, cities. So it's actually I've I've really really enjoyed it actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I've I've grown up. I mean, myself, background wise, you know, even when I was young, um, you know, I lived in a couple of different countries before I was nine. Mm. I, I was born in Zambia and then moved to Malawi. I spent some years there in Malawi. Um, so I, I kind of I grew up in in being able to, um, I guess, live in different places, different cities. Um, and uh, I think really football has allowed me to do that as well. Um, uh, for myself, just personally myself, I, I I think it's super super important, and I enjoy it. I enjoy being able to see the world and see different cities, learn really different people, different cultures. Um, it's a it's a, for me it's a big deal because it's it's you know on one side it's the football side of it, but for me personally it's a, it's something where I, I, I've got to experience a lot of things, but also get to know a lot of different people, you know, and um, football's allowed me to do that and going, you know, everywhere, different countries, different places. Um, I've really, really got to learn a lot, actually. I think you learn a lot about yourself as well. Mm. I think that's that, that's important to me, and that's why I, I class it as important, because I think you learn a lot about your, yourself, but also you learn... Um, you you learn new experiences that that evolve you. Um, I think to be better, to be honest. Um, you know, I think it. And listen, I, I've also been lucky because it, you know I've got to be in good places, good cities, and um, got to got to enjoy football in different places. Um, and I think that's uh, that's I think that's really really special for me is, is to get to experience football and and be in dressing rooms with you know completely different cultures and different nationalities um and I, th I don't think i would have got just as much here to be honest in in the uk so I, I, it's been uh, a real real good experience yeah totally agree that's one of the things i like about my job actually again you know seeing different parts of the country and things so um yeah right well going back to norwich then um january 2006 um is when when you first sort of turned up um how did the move sort of come about sort of things have gone a little bit cold at west brom is that right yeah um yeah to be honest it, it was a it was at a point where um i wanted the new challenge and i wanted um you know to um to go play um uh, play somewhere else play play some uh, and it was it, it kind of came along really out of the blue um because it wasn't like uh you know i i demanded to go to norwich but at norwich was the ones uh, of the in um teams that were interested um i think there was a couple of others i think southampton were interested at the time i think there was a couple of other more uh different clubs as well um and uh norwich was one of them so um, it came along really from um, from re me wanting to go um, play somewhere else, and um, uh, at the time with West Brom, I felt I should have been playing, and um, and really my record suggested that I should have been playing, and uh, but it, it wasn't to be. So I, I said, you know, listen, I, that's no problem if I'm not going to play here, and you know, I, I think clearly everybody feels that I should be playing then. It's not a problem. Um, I can look.
look somewhere else. Um, and then Norwich, uh, I think, uh, heard about this, and then um, they were interested. Uh, Nigel Worthington was at the, the the manager at the time, mm. and um, and it, yeah, it was done pretty quick. I think they made a made a a bid, and um, it got accepted, and um, it was it was up to me really. And um, I just felt, you know, listen, I go back from, you know, understanding Norwich as a club from, you know, you know, the 90s and and years before and how well they did and how well they did in Europe and and uh, and the type of club it it was. So uh, I understood that already because, you know, I used to watch them when, you know, Jeremy Goss is scoring the volley against Bayern (laughs) Munich. You know, I I remember those. I, I I fully understood all of those things. So Norwich, uh, I just felt that it was the right place, right time, and it was a place where I could go play. And and after speaking to Nigel Worthington as well, I just felt that uh, he he really wanted me to come in and be make a big impact and make a you know uh, and play and and um, you know try and you know contribute to the club and and the team at the time. And it, that first six months, personally, went. Well. I know the team weren't able to sort of force their way into the playoffs, but eight goals in fifteen games. So you, you kind of hit the ground running, didn't you? No, funnily enough, actually, I took a few games. Um, I think it was about maybe five games, six games, something like that, before I scored my first goal. So you know, me as a goal scorer, everybody, you know, and and I think the season and a half before that in the Premier League with with West Brom, I scored a lot of goals at West Brom. So. Um, everybody just felt that uh, first game and it's just gonna go. But I think what people forget is um, is you move as a as a person. You don't just move teams and it's like FIFA and <laughs> you sign somebody and you press the buttons and and it goes. You you actually literally move because you're a human being. You know, I was yeah. moving. I was at the time I was in a hotel and. I just moved to a new city, didn't know anybody, you know, I knew a couple of people on the team, actually, Carl Robinson, I knew I played with, with the national team, yeah. uh, Peter Thorne, I played with, with Cardiff, I knew, uh, I knew a couple of people there, but, but that's about it, and uh, everything was, was new, and, you know, I didn't know my teammates, and every, you know, so many things were new, so when you move, I think fans especially forget that, because you're actually moving, um, completely different place and you don't know anybody even your teammates so it's not easy just to press the buttons like FIFA and, and you just do it <laughs> you know mm. because you have to train with them you have to they have to start to get to know how you play how you move and you and the same you know you have to learn your teammates as well so it took about five or six games but I, I think after that once there was a little period of, of a few weeks of just adjusting to a different team and and different people, I think that's when it really, really uh, set off. Really, and yeah, I mean, after that, I think it was great. Uh, it really, I think, I felt, I felt more comfortable. I felt a better understanding, um, and um, I think we 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 got into rhythm a little bit, and I did as well, and started scoring goals. And I think after the first, I think after the first goal, then I felt really, really, uh, really good because I felt like uh, you know then. Uh, there was chances. There was there was um, you know most games were were very good in terms of uh, for me as a striker. Mm. Well, my, my memories of the time are that the fans really took to you and really rated you highly. They knew knew how good you were in front of goal. I, I guess 
overall you were coming into the club in kind of a maybe a transitional period of course things sort of went wrong for Nigel at the start of the next season but you'd seen Norwich up close and personal during that relegation battle with West Brom hadn't you so yeah coming in during that time I guess things maybe were changing around you quite a lot oh yeah yeah definitely yeah and and it felt that way and it was I think it was uh in it was in a position where you know I think things were were changing and moving, but it was. I think there was still building. I think it was was the best way to kind of put it because you know I think there was a lot of a lot of good things in place, but it was still building because it was a club that um, it was kind of transitioning from you know obviously being in, you know being in the Premier League. I think this the the, the seasons before and then just obviously being. Um, in a position where they, uh, they had some disappointment and they were trying to build a team that could could um, could ideally go back up and do well and do well in the league at the time and uh, you know I was part of that and it, Nigel was great uh, I really really enjoyed playing with him for, uh, for him because he was driven and he was tough and he'll he'll say it as it was but also he, he was he was a, a good character easy person to to be around. Um, and he helped me because I, I needed that kind of personality for me to do my bit to 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 feel that uh, that um, he had the confidence in me to for me to go do what I need to do, you know. And so I didn't I didn't ever have a, an issue, and I really really enjoyed playing for him. Actually, uh, he helped me a lot, and I think uh, why I think those first few months uh, started off so well, I think, was because of that, because of him. I think he really um, showed confidence straight away, and. And he, he didn't he didn't mess around. It was it was very clear. You know, it wasn't like uh, you know he, he, I didn't quite know or anything. He he told me as it is, and he told me that come here, do well, do what you do, and and you know you're gonna play and and keep progressing because I yeah I think he knew my character as well. You know, I was driven, so uh, he didn't have to worry about that. But um, he knew I wanted to come there and do well and win and. Um, and uh, so that was pretty good, and and it was good. It was, it was it was nice because, you know, I think that that's what I needed at the time, and um, and that's what I got. And I guess talking about people who are sort of driven in in that kind of way, you, there were some obviously some very good players when you first came to the club. You know, Rob Green, Dion, uh, Darren Huckabee, Adam Drury. Um, there was there were some good players there. So do you think it was just mainly the relegation hangover that was sort of the the difficult thing to to shake off there? Yeah, I think so. I think, um, I think there was some very, very good players. Yeah, you know, Adam Drury, excellent left back, and uh, Huckabee. I was looking forward to playing with Huckabee, and and also it ended up being great because I really, really enjoyed playing with him, and um, and we played uh, we played great together. So I was looking forward to those things, and I I think I think um, I think I think it's we had good good players that we just needed. Uh, probably a couple more to to add to that, if anything, um, because I think we had a core of a very good team. Um, you know, I, you know, Carl Robinson had great experience in the Premier League and uh, as well there, and um, and we had we had good people there, um, and uh, you know, Dixon Atuhu and another one, excellent midfielder. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think I think the I think we we. There was a there was a hangover from the from the relegation and also a period where 
I think um, there's a few setbacks just, you know, in results or um, different different areas that kind of let us down, you know, in a few games. And, and that was a, that was the big reasons, I think. Um, and it, it just, you know, the team struggled, really. The team struggled to to be consistent, I think, at that, at that period. Yeah, it doesn't take much to knock a, a good football team off their stride, does it? Um, as as we've all seen. But I guess the second season then, um, once Nigel had gone in particular, I guess was quite a, quite a different campaign compared to the first one. Uh, again, there was a, a lot of movement in players and things like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's. I think that's where we really, um, you know, I think there was a, there was a few people came in, a few people came out. Um, a few people left the club who, been, who kind of were there for a few years. So we had, um, you know, we had a, a few new faces, and um, and I, I guess a bit more of a. I, I, I think there was a surge of of the some of the younger players that have kind of were there around the club. You know, in Henderson, and, uh, Jarvis, and a few other young young players that were in the squad. So. It was a, a bit of a mix of some new faces and, and a bit of a, uh, a few youngsters were kind of thrown into the squad as well. So, mm. uh, but it was good. It, I mean, it was good in one way. We just didn't find the balance, and I felt that um, I think, especially defensively, um, we really we couldn't find we 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 struggled because we were we we, we always kind of let in goals and, and goals that were stoppable. I, I, I think that's just generally how the team felt. Um, and, you know, even though we had good players and, and good people uh, playing at the back and it was just, we we just always conceded goals and we conceded chances. That, that was the biggest problem because I think it, it was only a few adjustments w- could have been done, you know, looking back in hindsight could have been done and you know I think we could have we could have uh, really done something because you know especially going forward I felt our, our biggest strength was going forward was attacking and um, we generally always did well um, attacking we just conceded loads of goals as well so mm. which killed us in certain games and that obviously impacted the results yeah but you personally I've got here you scored 19 and 30 so I think you had a, a few injury issues but but Peter Grant still sort of very much um you were still the number one striker really weren't you Yeah yeah and I remember Peter Grant coming in and um I didn't really know him before but um yeah, and he was his first uh it was his first job as head, uh, head coach and Yeah He um he was great actually I really enjoyed playing with him he was another guy who I think uh, he made it easy for me I actually I think um, there, there wasn't uh, there wasn't a different way and a, and a different step kind of for me I think he came in and really gave me a lot of confidence as well and I really enjoyed him as a person as well because he was great I used to speak to him quite a bit and um, he's very easy to speak to very easy to be around and he was a really good guy, and um, and I think that's contributed to why I I, um, I scored so many goals. I think you know, obviously I had to prove myself. I still had to do well. I still had to um, to to do what I needed to do to you know to get in the team. But I think um, he found us. He found a good way. I think we started playing more of a like a. It was it was yeah, I guess yeah, a bit more of like a, a, a four three three a little bit and sometimes a, a you know a four 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 two type mm-hmm. of thing but 
obviously with Huckabee on the left, um, very attacking. Um, uh, I think Croft was on the right. Um, again, you know, an out and out winger. So both sides, we we had we had people that enjoyed to to cross the ball, to create chances, to dribble one v one. Um, and then obviously adding people like Dion Dublin was great. You know, yeah. Dixon the two was in there, um, and um, you know, and I think you know Robert Green was in goals there as well. So I think we we had a real good core of a of a team. I think that year, I think I think I really enjoyed it. I remember that year being. I consider that year as really as as consistent as I've been at any other club, you know, and I look back to times where I broke the records at, at, at Cardiff um, and um, I think I, I went something like uh, is it eight, nine games or something like that, I scored in a row at home, mm-hmm. um, I remember the, I didn't know about the record but the the, the goals uh, scored in a row at home or something I think was uh, was a record there at the time so I went on a on a really great run because I had good players around me who every game created chances and if it was one chance in the game, two chances in the game and um, I always had chances. That, that's always how I felt so I really enjoyed that period. Yeah, I'm just looking at that season in front of me, actually, on, on my computer screen. And you, you clearly enjoyed sco- uh, playing at Carrow Road because uh, quite a few of your goals were at home, weren't they? Oh, I loved it, yeah. I loved it. I think um, I really, I, I just loved playing in front of the fans. I think uh, the fans at Norwich were, were really great. Um, I uh, I really enjoyed how they took uh, me as part of the team. Um, and I, you know, I... Every everybody who was there before the game, after the game, uh, always complimented me, and and they were great, you know, in, in and around the city as well. They were great, <laughs> so I really, really enjoyed that, and um, especially at home. I think we were a, a very, definitely a different team, a much stronger team at home, mm. and I think that's why we 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 did so well at home and and uh, scored so many goals at home as well, because it just contributed to my game, and um, you know, I think. The amount of chances, I just remember the amount of chances. The, I think we, you know, especially with Huckabee on the left, um, I got to know him very well in, in in how he played, how he wanted to play, what he was going to do. Um, and it, he was great. You know, he was, I really, really enjoyed playing with him because he, he just made, he made it easier. He had a lot of ability that made it easier for me. And um, he knew that there wasn't a moment where I wouldn't, try and move for him and uh, be in a position that he could, you know, he could assist and he enjoyed assisting. So it was a real nice compliment. Yeah, he was one of those players you could sort of, maybe you could read what he was going to do perhaps a bit easily, but actually stopping him from doing it was was sort of a, another thing for defenders, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's going to dribble left or dribble right, you know, whichever way, but he had the speed to go by you. Um, and I just, I, it got to the point where I, I, I got to know him and see and his game that I then started to really make movements off what he was going to do. So it was really enjoyable. And also, obviously, you know, there was times there where, and then I, had, I was playing with, you know, saying a two with Dion Dublin. Mm. 
if he wasn't playing at the back. <laughs> you know? So it was funny because I remember it was hilarious to 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 have him. I think he was thirty five at the time. Yeah, I got I got on really really well with Dion, and he was great because sometimes I didn't know whether he's going to be playing up front with me or he's going to be playing centre back on the opposite side of the pitch. So it was just. <laughs> It was. It was uh, every week. It was like, okay, where's he gonna? Where's he gonna play this week? <laughs> is yeah. he gonna be playing with me? You know. But um, I think, especially when, when uh, you know, when we had uh, Dion, you know, playing with me and uh, and um, you know, Huckabee on the left. I think the three of us really enjoyed playing together. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think we. I mean, the amount of chances. But yeah, I think we we were all on. We're on this. We're all on the same page of of understanding where to be at and and how you know where to be at the right time. You know. So yeah, really, really enjoyed that. And listen, we could have we could have done better because I felt like we we scored loads of goals, but then we conceded loads of goals that killed us in games. That that was the only thing. But um, otherwise, I think attacking wise, I think we were as good as anybody in the league at the time. Um, I think I think it shows you know to the, how many games um, at home I scored. It was just due to I think how well we played at home, and we just needed that balance to to be able to you know not concede so many goals, but also play better away as well. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that leads us on nicely to to, to your exit. Then I, I guess you know Norwich finished sixteenth that season. Uh, Derby had just been promoted. Um, they offered the club good money. It's an opportunity for you to step up. Was was it not necessarily a, a particularly difficult decision to make? Uh, no, it was a really difficult. Um, actually, um, okay. so the, I think um, was it? I remember that year I scored seventeen goals by Christmas. Mm. And um, I was on a ridiculous run, and really, I think probably would have been if if I carried on, definitely would have been uh, right up there with some of my best uh, or the best season, really, because I think I scored thirty five goals at Cardiff um, one year, and that was my my best. But I think that was I was on on a, on a real path in the same direction um, and I, I remember coming up to Christmas time and they scored 17 goals and I think uh, I think just after Christmas we were training and I got a I got an injury where it was actually ended up being the worst injury of my career actually where I, I told them that, um, I, uh, we were shooting one day in training and um and you know we're doing some extras really after training, and then I I I, um, I went to shoot and, and just kind of bend the ball, but then as I pulled back, I, I ripped my groin, um, tore my groin off 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 the bone really, and um, and that was a, a real I guess defining moment because you know at that time you know I scored 17 goals. By then we we were doing pretty well, but. We were also winning games as well, and then I think after that is when really uh, I missed then three months, and um, and during that three months I was away. Obviously, thought a lot, but when I came back, uh, I think I played the last five or six games, and um, we also didn't know what was what was happening on that summer. So coming up to my move out uh, was really um, so I had a I, at the time. I didn't personally. I didn't want to leave because I actually really, really enjoyed it. I loved uh, my time at Norwich, and I always say this. I think it's one of my most consistent times. Yeah, I was there a year and a half at Norwich, and I loved it. I, I really did. I loved playing for the club. I loved playing, you know, especially in front of the home fans, um, and I really enjoyed um, yeah, the, the whole experience. 
and actually wish I, I would have stayed for longer. Um, but I, had a, I had actually had a buyout clause, um, which was triggered at the time um, from Norwich to Derby. Okay. And, um, and uh, Derby uh, triggered that buyout clause. And that was, that was the reason where Norwich had to had to kind of say that okay, like you know, you, yeah. you, you know, we have to kind of uh, allow the uh, allow Derby obviously to speak to the player, um, and that was one of the reasons really. And I think there was a couple of other teams. I think uh, Nigel Worthington, I think by the time. Uh, went to Leicester at the time, and I think they, there was some other interest there. But I, I think really the opportunity to play in the Premier League was the only real, um, I guess, decision, um, and that's what it came down to. You know, I, I loved playing at Norwich, and ideally, I would have loved to have stayed, stayed longer, mm. and tried to get them up in the Premier League because that—that's you know, ideally that would have been great at the time. But uh, it just wasn't to be, and I think that that summer, you know, the club, um, obviously, you know, where how they were going, and you know, they, it wasn't really looking that they were pushing to go back to the Premier League um, uh, with the position that we were in, and um, and playing in the Premier League was the only draw, and um, I just felt that you know I spent you know a couple of seasons out of the Premier League, and I just felt that. Um, you know, it, it's such a it's such a huge difference the championship to the Premier League and and the and the players that you're playing up against in the competition. So I wanted to improve and get better. And and um, Derby were just going up to the Premier League and they wanted me to get to go there. And I just knew that uh, you know some of the players that are playing against and the experiences that are playing in the Premier League was uh, was was really the only decision why I left. Uh, and that was it. And it was just about. You know, do I want to play in the Premier League again? And and um, you know, you don't. Have, I, I because I missed three months and I had a really bad injury. I was also thinking, you know, you don't know when your next opportunity to play in the Premier League might come. Yeah. So, um, so at that time, I was like, I don't really want to leave, to, to be honest, but. I've got to speak to them because they, you know, obviously there's, there's a bio clause and they've triggered that. So, you know, uh, um, so I spoke to them and then, you know, obviously, well, from what I heard, uh, I decided to go just because, you know, they were going to play in the Premier League and that was an opportunity where um, I could go and play and, um, and uh, you know, you make the decisions at the time and uh, you've, you obviously you live and die by them and um, and that was the opportunity was to play in the Premier League and uh, you know as a, as a young boy growing up and you know always dreaming about playing in the Premier League and you have the chance it's very very difficult to say no <laughs> yeah I can only imagine <laughs> um... from true crime to football Brexit to folklore for more great podcasts from Archant head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archant Well, what I did read on one website—I'm not sure if this is correct or even if you know—that um, that Glenn Roder did try to take you back to Norwich on loan when you were at Derby. Do, do you know if that's correct? I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure. Um, I I don't know if if there was anything officially. Uh, I knew there was some teams interested. Hmm. Um, uh, I think because I was only at Derby for a year and. Um, and 
because of the situation there, you know, nothing was, you know, things were not quite right there. Just I think for every player, for for the club, because it, it wasn't. It, I think they had a inside of the club was a real uh, mess. Um, it, it, you know, they, it was a lot of things that was going on at the club. Um, you know, and affected all the players. It wasn't just me; it was all the players. Mm. So I think from January, I knew okay the possibility that you know uh, maybe going somewhere else. So I knew there were some teams interested, and I, I, I knew, I, but I didn't know that if Norwich were definitely one. Okay. I knew um, I actually did some punditry with Glenn Roder before that, before he took over. Um, I think a few years before. Um, so I don't know if he kind of knew my character, knew knew me from from then, and wanted to take me back. So I, I didn't know exactly, but I, I just knew that uh, there was some teams. Uh, so it's, it's a possibility. Yeah, it's a possibility. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Well, just just finally, then I guess. Um, I don't, um, by the way, I'll, I'll spare you the question of uh, how do you think football should restart. <laughs> because... <laughs> no, you can ask. I don't mind. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> It's a it's a real it's a real uh, puzzle. I think right now oh, that's the question. Yeah, it's an impossible situation, isn't it? I think we just we need some answers now, don't we? From from the government and and the uh, and the Premier League and stuff. But um, the, the the one thing I was going to ask is sort of the, the current Norwich team. I mean, obviously you've been away and things like that, but we pleased to see that the the club has sort of managed to make it back to the top of the top of the tree and and in quite a different way as well with a with an overseas coach and, a, and maybe quite an attacking style of play. Yeah, yeah, and I, I actually I, I enjoy watching them. I think they've got really good ideas, and um, and a, a really good, uh, I think, an exciting style. Really, uh, you know, not you know, looking at the position that they're in, but um, I, I think they're um, they're an enjoyable team to 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 watch. Um, so. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I always keep an eye on Norwich. I always, I've, I've always, I always have, um, and I always keep an eye on, on what's happening in the club and, and watch the games. So um, it's funny, you know, when I've been out in America, you actually watch probably more live games than than people here because <laughs> the games that are three o'clock, and if you can't go to the stadium, uh, people wait for match of the day and just watch highlights. Where, <laughs> well, in in America, they actually show them live. Um, yeah. And uh, a lot of the games, especially obviously when they've gone up in the Premier League as well, they show a lot of the games. Um, so I, I, I really get to see a lot of games, and um, it's it's really. Um, you know, it's it's just as much uh, just as much shown over there as over here. So, but um, no, I enjoy I enjoy um, I enjoy watching the team, and I think they've done very well. I think um, you know, getting up to the Premier League was, I think, a real big big step. Um, I think the club needed it, but I, I think it was a big step because uh, I think uh, just they needed that um, the trophy of going up to the Premier League. Uh, because it, it's always it always affects the the whole club. See, um, when you go, you know, when you're in the championship, where you go up to the Premier League, I think once once you go up, it's a chance for you to keep building the club. Um, and I think Norwich is is definitely a Premier League t- club, uh, just all around. But uh, once you you need to go up to the Premier League, and you need obviously the the money to help build the club um, to be able to to sustain it and stay there. I think that's the that's the key. So, uh, especially the last few few years of them 
um, doing very, very well and going up to the Premier League. And even this year, some of the games has been excellent. Mm. Um, yeah, it's been excellent and good to watch. So, I, yeah, I do enjoy I do enjoy watching the team. I, I want them to do well. I want them to get results uh, as well to go with the play. Yeah, well, uh, the, the the win against Manchester City was certainly something pretty special. But um, whether they'll actually manage to stay up, or I don't, well, who knows at this point? Um, we'll see what all the coronavirus stuff sort of has on, on an impact. But I think they were they were still pretty hopeful they could pull off something. Um, you know, they had home games against a lot of the teams around them and stuff. So I think they um, they're pretty disappointed with the way things are, are working out for them, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the difficulty. Um, if anything. <laughs> Um, if if it does start again, uh, I hope it actually will reset a lot of things and change a lot of uh, ways and mentalities really mm. with the club. Because you know, I think I remember you know certain periods in my career and with certain teams, and we we've had certain breaks, uh, and sometimes it, it actually helps you. It helps reset a lot of things, and it's, it, it helps it start fresh. It's almost like having an off season and starting fresh again. Mm. So if it, if the if the Premier League does start up, I think um, yeah, I think Norwich is definitely one of the teams that would have benefited from that because once you when you're in the Premier League, it's very difficult, and you're playing games, and it's difficult. And sometimes you know having time to train, having time to reset is actually the best thing because you almost start fresh and obviously this is unique nobody could have predicted this but um if it does start up i, I think uh i think you might see a, a different norwich uh but a, a big if because i actually i actually don't think it it's it's it could even be possible i don't think that the, the premier league might restart so th- there's going to be a lot of decisions have to be made based around the next few months and, and football because it, it's, a, it, it's really a crazy period but you've got to really think intelligently with timelines and how the Premier League is going to work even if it does start up and then the effects afterwards like next season for mm. instance so it, there's a lot of things that kind of go into it I mean I've thought about it quite a bit but I mean I have my own thoughts on it so it's a, it's a little bit uh, it's a little bit different and up in the air how everything will be. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I just can't see how they can get it going now. Which we had Darren Eady on our um, on our podcast yesterday, and he said something very similar to you, and that he hopes you know football changes in in some ways, and certainly the sort of financial aspects and things like that. So it's going to be really interesting. Um, but brilliant! Thank you very much for your time, Robert. That was really really interesting. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for having me, mate. Um, yeah, good to speak to you.